0: Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. In today's episode, I'm going solo. We're not going to have a guest today because I want to talk to you about what I believe is going to be the fastest route to get to where you want to go in your engineering career and really life. And that's basically using the 80-20 rule and doing some goal setting. And most importantly, listening to a very important quote from Alice in Wonderland, believe it or not. And I'm going to feature that quote in today's main segment in a moment. I'm going to build the episode around that. And I'm also going to give you an example of a big goal that an engineer might have. And we're going to walk exactly through the process that I would take. And not the goal setting process. This isn't a goal setting episode per se. We have other goal setting episodes that we can link to and resources. But this is just literally the process of taking this one big goal you have taking a piece of paper and putting together a strategic plan to go about and get there using the 80-20 rule and using a set of KPIs. And then in the Take Action Today segment, at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you one tool or explain to you how to set up a tool that you can use to implement this strategic plan. I'm excited about this episode. It was brought about because recently I was talking to one of our engineering mastermind members and they didn't have goals and he couldn't believe that he didn't have goals. But most engineers don't. That's kind of the problem, and you'll see how this quote really drives that home that you're about to hear. Before I get into the main segment of the show here, I do want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. I have some exciting news. PPI, our exclusive exam prep podcast sponsor, is giving away $100 Amazon gift cards every month to our listeners. For more information on how to qualify, make sure to listen to my announcement later on in this episode. All right. So before we jump into this episode, one of the things that I'd like to do is just talk for a minute about, uh, we did a survey recently from all of our listeners, and I'm grateful for our listeners and our subscribers at the Engineering Career Coach to take the time to fill out this survey. It means a lot to me because I want to continue to create custom content for you. And became very obvious in this survey is that most of our subscribers and I would say probably 60 to 70% of our subscribers are interested in going from engineer to manager in whatever capacity that it looks like for them, or becoming a better engineering manager. And so based on all the feedback that I received, one of the things that I'm doing is creating a course called Engineer to Manager, and it's going to launch in October, which is right around the corner. You can find information out about the course at engineer2manager.com, which is the place that the course will be hosted eventually. If you go to that URL now, you'll be able to put your name and email in to express interest. So you'll get an email when we launch the course. And what I'm going to do, even if you're not interested in signing up and paying for the course, prior to the launch of the course the week before, I'm going to put out three videos like I've done in the past. And these videos will give tips for going from engineer to manager or to being an effective engineering manager. And the reason I mention it in this episode is because it's going to be essentially six live sessions over about seven weeks. And each week there'll be a live session, a webinar on a topic like goal setting, like communication, productivity, networking, leadership, et cetera. We're going to dig deep on these topics. But then also in the same week, there'll be an open Q&A session where you can ask questions about the webinar topic that we had earlier in the week or about anything else and just receive coaching and guidance. And again, I bring it up because we're going to start with goal setting in detail in that course, because I think it's a foundational step in career success for engineers and really for anyone. But I just wanted to say thank you and let you know that because of your commitment to the engineering career coach and our content, we've been able to identify engineer to manager as an issue, and we want to help you to solve that and become the best engineer you can be. So with that, I'm not going to have a quote here to bring us into the main segment today because the whole main segment is going to be revolved around the quote that I'm going to read to you in a moment. So let's do it. All right, now it's time for the main segment of today's episode and I always love talking about goal setting and charting your path and lately I've been getting much more granular around goal setting and tracking goals actions through key progress indicators also known as KPIs which you'll hear me talk about in this episode but basically the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I've been really super focused as of late on goal setting and also helping my team members with goal setting in the different projects businesses I work in. I recently, in reading a great book that I'm going to do a whole nother episode on, which is 8020 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. He brought up this quote from Alice in Wonderland, the movie, and the quote goes as follows. One day, Alice came to a fork in the road and saw a Cheshire cat in a tree. Which road do I take? She asked. Where do you want to go? Was his response. I don't know. Alice answered. Then said the cat, It doesn't matter. This quote, when you think about it, and this is something that I try to explain to engineers all the time, whether I'm coaching them, guiding them, or just in conversations every day with people. This quote sums up the whole idea of goal setting. Which road do I take? Well, where do you want to go? I don't know. Well, then it really doesn't matter what road you take, right? So if you don't have goals right now in your career, then what you're doing on a day to day basis may be completely insignificant and really may not matter. It may not be helping you. And I think that that's the big statement that I'm trying to make with this episode specifically is that if you don't think it's worth the time to invest in goal setting, how do you have any idea that what you're working on in this moment while you're listening to me talk is worth it to you, is making sense, is putting you on the right path to where you ultimately want to go? You have no idea. I just talked to an engineer recently in our engineering mastermind group. We have a As a member of the Engineering Mastermind, you get the option to have uh, 20-minute calls with me. I do some office hours during the week. And in the call, he was like, kind of occurred to me that I don't have goals and I don't know why I don't have goals. And so he worked up some goals and we had another call and kind of got him on a better path. It's just too common, right? And that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about that in this episode. And I wanted to bring that quote up because it's a great quote and that it really can impress upon you the potential futility of what you're working on if you don't know where you're headed and where you want to go. So let's talk a little bit about the idea of goal setting. I mean, I'm not going to get into all the details of it because I have several different episodes on goal setting and articles that we can link to in the show notes for this episode. But what I want to give you is just some big picture ideas around it. And really the biggest picture idea is that you should just start by saying, where do I want to be in my career and in my life? And that could mean, where do I want to be right now and I'm not, or where do I want to be in a year or two years or three years? Everywhere that you're going is a culmination of what you're doing in the moment today. It's important for you to think really big picture and realize that if you're thinking big picture and there's a place you want to go, the only way that you're getting there is if you're taking steps every day to get there. I'm all for living in the moment, but if you're just living in the moment without any vision for the future, you may not really be happy. You may not be cultivating and creating happiness for you as you move forward. I'm going to give you a little bit of an example here of how I might go about it and some things that you can do. So just so that you can start thinking in this direction. And there's going to be a lot more stuff that I'm going to do with this going forward. In fact, I'm going to be launching a course very soon. It's going to be launched in October, and it's going to be called Engineer to Manager. You'll be able to find it at engineer to manager.com. And It's going to be about a six-week live session, meaning like one session per week, and the first session is going to focus specifically on goal setting, and there'll be a whole call where you can ask questions and go through the goal setting process with me and the other members of the course. But what I want to do again here in this episode is to give you kind of a big picture idea. I'm going to give you an example, and then in the Take Action Today segment at the end of the show, I'll give you a very simple tool that you can use to try to help you start to get a little more engaged On where you're going, the example I'm going to give you is: let's say that I'm an engineer and I'm working and I'm thinking big picture and I'm thinking to myself, where do I want to be in my career in I don't know five years? Maybe I'm working towards a goal that a lot of engineers work towards and I talk about a lot, which is becoming a partner or an owner in a firm. You could even think of it as starting your own firm. I think they can tie in closely. So let's just say that that's my goal. What I would do is I would try to write down on a piece of paper, type out ten things that I can do that potentially could move me closer to that goal. So I'm going to read off the 10 that I came up with. Some of them might be silly, but I was just trying to come up with 10 to fill 10 lines. And again, I think that's a good exercise just to get 10 out because it's going to make you get creative and maybe think of different things. Number one, work really hard and put in long hours. Number two, kiss up to my boss. Number three, be super responsive to clients. Number four, take really good notes in all of my meetings. Number five. Be the last person to leave the office every night. Number six, stay up to date weekly on all new local guidelines. Number seven, become an expert in a certain software or a certain tool in your field. Number eight, ask to be a partner. Number nine, bring in more work or new business. Number 10, volunteer in a professional society. All right, so those are 10 things that you can do that probably in some way would contribute to you on the path to partnership in an engineering firm. Now, once you have this list, I want you to think about for a second which one of the ones that I gave you, and I'll read them again here quickly. Which one of these would you say? I want you to look at your list of 10 and pick the two. Again, we're going to use the 80 20 rule now. You're going to pick the two of them that would generate the most results or that would help you to succeed your goal the quickest, right? The 80-20 rule, if you're not familiar with it, I talk about it all the time. It's known as the Pareto Principle. It's a proven fact. I'll link to a book review I did of the 80-20 book by Richard Koch on Engineering Career TV in, in the show notes for this. But basically, the ultimately, what the rule says is that 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. So basically, everything you do, let's say you work 40 hours a week, only eight hours out of those 40, probably less... Uh, contributed to most of your success for that week. And again, it's rough. It's not always 80-20 exactly. It could be 30-70, could be even 40-60 or 90-10 in some cases. But the bottom line is that the framework is there. And if you apply this, it's really powerful, right? So I'm going to read these 10 again slowly. And I want you to think about the two that you think would move me towards a partner in an engineering firm the quickest or have the biggest impact. Number one, work really hard and put in long hours. Number two, kiss up to my boss. Number three, be super responsive to clients. Number four, take really good notes in all my meetings. Number five, be the last person to leave the office every night. Number six, stay up to date weekly on all new local guidelines. Number seven, become an expert in a certain software or tool in my field. Number eight, ask to be partner. Number nine, bring in more work. Number 10, volunteer in a professional society. This is what I think. I think of those 10, the two that would generate the most results, thinking from a long-term perspective, would be number seven, become an expert in a certain software or tool in my field or in your industry. And number nine, bring in work, right? That's money. So what I'm going to do now is let me run through each of these and why I think that they are either a big factor or not such a big factor. This will help you to see how you want to go through your list and pull, extract the 20% that are really going to bring you success. Work really hard and put in long hours. That's number one. The bottom line is, is everybody does that for the most part. I mean, in today's industry, people just work a lot of hours. In my opinion, that doesn't mean you're going to be successful. And the 80-20 rule says that the number of hours you work doesn't necessarily directly correlate to success. It's what hours generate impact. Like, how do you generate impact? I mean, you could do something in five hours that could generate more impact than someone else could do in 40 hours a week. So I discount number one as one that's going to move you. Listen, some companies are probably going to say, how many hours do you work? And they're going to factor that in. But I'm going to explain to you why I think these other ones are bigger factors. Number two, kiss up to my boss. Now, I'm being a little bit, I'm exaggerating a bit with this one. But the bottom line is just being nice to people and trying to play the politics game, in my opinion, is not going to be the fastest way or even a great way or an engaging way or a fulfilling way to get to partner. Number three be super responsive to clients. I think that this is a great approach. I think you should be super responsive to clients. And by the way, I think you should probably do all these things, but you can only focus on a couple of them a lot of the time. And I don't think that being super responsive to clients ultimately is going to be the biggest and fastest mover to get you to where you want to go. I think long-term, it's something you should always do in general and being responsive. Take really good notes in meetings. I think that that's a good thing to do again, but is it something that's going to actually propel you to partner and get you there? Probably not. And quite frankly, if you follow the 80-20 rule, 80% of the stuff that's said in meetings is not going to be good anyway or not going to be helpful anyway. Number five, be the last person to leave the office every night. I think this is another misnomer. I think some people might look up to you for doing this, but at the end of the day, it's about results. And just because you're staying there late doesn't mean you're getting results. Number six, stay up to date weekly on all new local guidelines. Again, I think that this is a good thing to do. I mean, the more you're up to date on local guidelines, it's going to help you as an engineer and in communicating with your clients. Do I think that it's the one thing that's going to propel you to partner the quickest? No, I don't. Number seven, become an expert in a certain software or tool in your industry. I selected this as one of the 20%, one of the two. And the reason is, is because I think when you look at the history of people that are super successful. Many of them are experts in their field. When you're an expert, it brings you credibility. It really boosts your reputation. And in the engineering world, reputation and credibility is everything. That gives your company something to say, wow, Anthony's an expert. I want to promote him. He's an expert. He makes our company look good. He's bringing us exposure. He's going to get us into big projects because of his expertise in this certain field. And I've interviewed many experts on both of our engineering podcasts. And that's the reason I reach out to them was because of their expertise. It gets you noticed and it will get you to partner in your firm. Number eight, ask to be a partner. I don't think that this will help you immediately. I've said in the past and I stand by it that asking what it will take to become a partner in the firm is a good thing to ask your supervisor so you have a clue of what you can focus on and what you should work on. And it's no doubt in my mind that a result of that conversation might be number seven and number nine. But I don't think that that's one of the fundamental things that's going to drive you to partner. Number nine, bring in more work. I've done countless episodes on business development, becoming a seller doer on across both of our podcasts. I'm a huge believer that this is probably the number one thing that you could do. If you had to pick one of these 10 things to do, if you went out every day and made phone calls and went to events and brought in business and money to your firm, you're going to go to partner before anybody else. It's just the bottom line. It's how the economy works. It's how businesses run. It's what CEOs want to see is their bank accounts getting filled up. And if you're filling it up, then you're moving up. So developing business is going to be big time. And again, remember, this isn't necessarily an episode about becoming a partner in an engineering firm, even though we're going through this exercise. It's an episode about setting goals and then identifying the key drivers that are going to push you to those goals. Number 10 is volunteer in a professional society listen, I think this is a great thing to do. I've been very active in societies my entire career. And quite frankly, it's going to help you to get relationships that'll help you to do number nine, bring in more work. Again, it's not going to be the driving force, at least not the quickest driving force, in my opinion. What all of that means is that If this is me and I have this list of 10 and I've identified becoming an expert and bringing in more work as the two things I want to do, then I'm going to spend a lot of time on those two things. I'm going to read books on business development and expertise. I'm going to write articles in the field that I want to become an expert in. I'm going to figure out how I really cement myself as an expert, speaking at conferences, ramping up my LinkedIn profile. I'm going to really build relationships and start to network to bring in business. I'm going to do sales. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to make time for these things. Now, the next thing I would do is I would establish a slate of these key progress indicators or KPIs to measure my progress on those two things. So I might say one of my KPIs might be I need to write two articles a month and get them published in different publications or post them on LinkedIn. I have to speak at one event a month. I need to build three new relationships per month or I need to go to lunch with three people a month. And I'm going to set these KPIs up and follow them. I need to read one book a month on business development. Maybe read one, listen to one. I'm going to set up a slate of these KPIs that I can track. And I'll tell you how to do that in the Take Action Today segment that I can track just to see if I'm on the right path towards my goals, if I'm moving there. And then if someone comes up to you, I mean, think about this. Then if someone comes up to you and says, Anthony, I'm going to go to a conference. Do you want to go? Right? It's like, goes back to that quote. There's a fork in the road which road do you take now that you know where you're going and you know you want to be a partner and more specifically you know you want to be an expert and you want to bring in more work then your response to that person might be like oh that looks that sounds very interesting i'm going to look into it is there a possibility that i can speak at that event because if you speak there you're trying to build your expertise or you might look into the potential relationships you can build and some of the other companies and attendees that might be there that might help you to build business my coach helps me by referring to it as this North Star that you're moving towards. And if you have the North Star and you know where you're headed, you can make decisions much better. And you can decide if something is worth doing or not. Is it going to directly correlate to your KPIs and to the 20% of the items that you feel are going to generate the 80% of the results in your engineering career? This is not rocket science. It's really not. Think about the exercise we just did together here in the last 15 minutes. We identified 10 things that you could do to move you closer to your biggest goal. We reviewed those 10 things and we picked out the 20%, the two things that are going to have 80% of the impact of you getting to that goal, right? So in other words, when you become a partner in your engineering firm and someone says to you, what are a couple of things that you did that stand out that really helped you to get to partner? Well, I brought in a lot of business and I became an expert in my field. Those are the two things that I think you would say. Not I kissed up to my boss. Not I worked, I put a lot of hours in. Not I was super responsive to clients. Not I took really good notes in meetings. Not that I was the last person to leave the office every night. Not that I knew all the guidelines or asked to be a partner or volunteered in a professional society. You're probably going to say I became an expert in a field and I brought in a lot of business. I hope that's helpful for you. Again, I'm going to read this quote one more time and then we're going to go into the Take Action Today segment where I'm going to help you just give you a tip on how you could track your KPIs, develop and track your KPIs. But let me leave you with this quote from Alice in Wonderland. One day, Alice came to a fork in the road and saw a Cheshire cat in a tree. Which road do I take, she asked. Where do you want to go, was his response. I don't know, Alice answered. Then said the cat, it doesn't matter. And again, the whole point of this episode is, where do you want to go? Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show, and we just talked about goal setting and really strategic goal setting, big picture, and I'm going to give you, well, tell you how you can create two different tools that you can use to try to help you to achieve those big picture goals. But before I do that, I just want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. If you're preparing for the civil PE exam, you probably know that the Civil Engineering Reference Manual by Michael Lindenberg is the book to use. Michael Lindenberg is actually the founder and president of PPI, the leader in FE and PE exam prep. PPI has new prep courses available for the civil PE exam that offer complete coverage of not only the morning breath exam, but also your choice of afternoon depth exams. The course presents over 60 hours of new content and walks you through tons of exam-like practice problems. When you enroll in the live online prep course, PPI also includes on-demand lectures for free so you can start studying while you wait for the course to begin. Through October 2017, PPI will be choosing two of our podcast listeners per month to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you enroll in this course. To enter the raffle, visit www.ppitopass.com forward slash civil prep. Again, that's www.ppi, the number two, pass forward slash civil prep. From there, you'll need to choose your course and check out. On the checkout page, enter the promo code prep and then complete your enrollment. Again, you need to enter the promo code prep before completing your enrollment to qualify for the gift card. You'll be notified on the first of the month if you won the $100 gift card. I use PPI for my PE exam prep, so I feel confident in recommending that you check out this prep course, plus you could win $100. Good luck. And I've heard from PPI that there hasn't been a ton of entries, so there's definitely a real live chance for you to win this. So again, check that out and try to get in on your winning Amazon gift card. Let's get back to this idea of strategic vision, big picture goals and how to implement them. Two things you can use, which I would recommend is a Google doc or just a Word doc and a Google sheet or a spreadsheet. And the Word doc can have this brainstorming around the 10 things that you can do to move you closer to this goal. That's it. That's a simple thing to do, right? type the 10 things down. Maybe you want to think about starting to rank them when you type them or just type them down on a piece of paper. Then you're going to do this kind of this brainstorming and ask yourself what's going to generate the most results. You might even put in parentheses after each item big results, medium results, small results so you can start to pick out the big winners. That's one thing you're going to do. That's one tool or just one template that you can use or set up very simple. I'm trying to impress upon you how simple this is. And then you're going to get a spreadsheet. And this spreadsheet, what you want to do is you want to set up your key progress indicators, right? So in the example I used, like I said, I might want to speak once per month. I might want to write two articles per month. I might want to meet three contacts a month. I might want to make 10 sales calls a month. I might want to attend two networking events a month. You're just going to have these goals in one column with the description of the goal. The second column would have a numeric goal. So like two for two meetings, a three for three contacts. And then the third column would have how many you actually got in that month. So like, let's say August 2017 is one column and you had two instead of, and you didn't hit the three mark. September 2017, you had three, you hit the mark, right? Then after six months or three months, you can totally see your progress on all your KPIs And you'll be able to see, literally, if you're moving towards your goals. I always get engineers asking me, how do I know if I'm progressing towards my goals? That's exactly how you know. So you can set up that very simple tool and start to measure your KPIs today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. Go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash Alice in Wonderland. All lowercase, no spaces, Alice in Wonderland where you will find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. You can leave a question in the comments section or visit the Ask Us tab on the website. We monitor all comments and will respond if you leave us one. Until next time, please continue to engineer your own success.